Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. We went to South Africa. Yes, we did. We ended up spending all of our time there virtually at Kruger National Park and the Greater Kruger National Park area. Yes, we stayed at a lodge uh, just outside the park. Right. It was amazing. It was fantastic. We flew into Johannesburg and it took about six hours on a drive to get from Johannesburg into where our lodge was within the park. Yeah. That's, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty long drive, but it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. We actually saw some stuff along the way. Yeah. I mean, uh, they stopped at that one uh, gas station, which was really interesting. So we got to see, uh, you know, buffalo and zebra and some, some things. They were um, contained, but it was still, you know, it's your first sighting of an animal. So it was, it was nice. It's like a gas station rest stop restaurant plus rhinos. <laughs> and there was some ostrich yeah. and uh, other big animals. It was yeah. neat. The ground transportation. So the only thing I have to say about ground transportation in South Africa is that they drive on a different side of the road. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm glad I didn't drive there. No. Um, I've driven on the wrong side of the road, but it was on an island and it was very <laughs> small speed limits. Yeah. Like 35 was max. So I wouldn't want to do it um, doing 80. <laughs> I think that they call it a different side of the road. Though, not the wrong side of the road, but that's cool. Yeah. The left side. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for me, being in the being a passenger, a hundred percent of the time, was like, oh, they need to get on the the right side of the road, not yeah. stay on the left. And then that never went away. I don't know that I could ever drive in it. Although you know, we talked to some folks who were driving Canadians, I think, and they thought it was okay. Yeah. They I did think it. you just get used to it. You figure it out. Yeah. Like driving's not that that right. difficult. It's not like you're going. Super fast. Well, the roads were actually really good, so they were going pretty fast on the mm. highways. The roads were mm. actually really nice. Yeah. So that covers ground transportation. Let's go on to sites. Uh, animals. That's the right. reason you're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so many animals. So I'll start with the, the big five. Okay. And it's the buffalo, elephant, lion, rhino, and leopard. Wait, what about giraffes? Those are big. Yes, they are. But they call them the big five yeah. because they are the five most dangerous animals to hunt on foot. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, the zebra, the giraffe, hyena, hippos, you know, yeah. Im impalas, so many impalas, a cheetah, the birds, eagles and vultures. Right. I mean, so many animals, wildebeest, um, you know, what did we see? Wild dogs, baboons, saw a couple of crocodiles, although they're... they're they're a little more difficult <laughs> to, to see. You usually just see the head sticking out. Yeah. But. The So we saw everything that we'd hoped to see in the wild except leopards. Right. We did not see a leopard in the wild. or the, Although two people, two different people in two different groups saw leopards in the wild. Oh, um, but, they, you know, the one um, woman from New York didn't see a lion in the wild. So. Oh, okay. You know, so, it, you know, it's it's... I don't want to say hit and miss, but it is. You know, what are you going to sure. see? You just don't know until you're there. Well, you know you're going to see impalas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of them. So yeah. many. I was so. impressed by the beauty of all of the animals. They're, they are so pristine looking. Yeah. It wasn't what I pictured. I pictured them looking kind of mangy and scarred up and, you know, beaten from uh, being in the wild. And they are not. They are beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. It was great. 
the so tell me i want you to tell the story we went to a rehabilitation center which was totally worthwhile absolutely worth seeing the rehabilitation center that we went to had primarily birds and cats and tell the story about the leopard feeding this was the leopard that we saw but it wasn't uh, free roaming it was in uh, re- it was being rehabilitated yeah well i think because we were able to see the leopard um it was hurt to a point where it can't be returned to the wild. If they're rehabilitating it to return to the wild, they don't allow human contact with it. So they're really yeah. good about it. But So this leopard's sitting on the ground at the base of a tree, um, and the, our guide, for lack of a better word, has, has a big bowl of meat, and he throws a piece of meat into the top of this tree that's probably 40 feet high. This leopard, in two leaps, I mean, it couldn't have been a second and a half, was at that piece of meat. Mm. And although, and I'm I'm looking up, and although the fence is that high, this leopard could have just easily leaped, yeah, easily, <laughs> and, and had me for lunch, and you know, twenty of my closest friends. <laughs> so uh, I just, you know, I think it's been there long enough. It's you know, it's not going to come after. They're feeding it well, but it was so fast, so fast, and so beautiful. It walked out on a on a really thin branch, shockingly thin that you wouldn't think it would support it, but uh, just yeah, amazing animal. They were so fast. Yeah. So later on, it, we were in a private reserve. The distinction being that the Kruger and Kruger Greater uh, National Park area is has fences that prevent the animals from getting on the freeway. I guess if they really wanted to, the elephants in particular certainly could bust <laughs> yeah. through those fences, but they don't no. tend to do that. I don't think they challenge that much. And then um, there's private reserves that are completely fenced in, and those reserves, the animals that live there were not from the wild. They were animals that they obtained through a variety of resources, maybe there was an orphaned animal or maybe there was an animal from a zoo or who knows how they get them or maybe somebody had one on their private reserve and now they've got one too many and they need to reduce their their herd or their stock and they 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 sell them to the other private reserves but they're completely fenced in so that's the distinction but it's a huge fence i mean you're talking twelve thousand acres i mean the smallest one yeah yeah it's very small so compared to the bigger ones well of course yeah and that was the, that was a great experience as well. So I enjoyed the private reserve as much as I enjoyed Kruger. Probably enjoyed the private reserve more. We saw more. We saw more, definitely. A baby rhinoceros. Yes. So cute. Right. Oh my goodness. A couple of different ones actually. Yeah. So the full family and then just the mom and the baby. Um, a baby hippo. Yeah, that's oh, right. My goodness. Forgot about him. Uh, hippos are a little hard to see, obviously, because they're underwater half the time. But, um, you know, he'd poke his head up as he's walking around mom or something. We went on that. We went on a bushwalk in the greater Kruger area with two guides, each of them carrying a rifle. And the the hippos roar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> well, they weren't coming after us. It was just kind of uh, go away, you know. <laughs> but, they're very loud. I yeah. was surprised by that. Yeah. Oh, and the, the, the lion's roar. I was really surprised by that. Oh. Like, I mean, just this deep rumble coming out. Like, yeah. wow. And then the other lions kind of responding that were, you know, a mile or two miles away. Yeah. Who knows how far away, but you could hear them roaring back. So that we was... Were, so that's a great story. We were in a in a back of a land cruiser. Yeah. 
at the private reserve and these animals are accustomed to seeing humans so they're not um well they're they've seen humans whatever yeah, right. and they they figured out that if they rev their engine on their car that the lions will roar so that they found the lion revved his engine and this thing was walking towards us a male big huge male lion roaring and it was i thought it was scary i was scared it was <laughs> very very close and very loud yeah. it just it took uh it took a turn and walked away but man it and was then, it was close it was, it was, it was very 20 close. feet away yeah so and uh and then yes not uh, less than a minute later we heard the responsive roar from the greater kruger yeah. national park yeah so. it was neat it, totally worth it i would do that again yeah totally yeah you would go on a safari again oh yes good we R- really we, liked it yeah we stayed in the lodge um which was good um you know, you can get uh, lesser accommodations, but I, I enjoyed the lodge. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it has um, air conditioning because mm-hmm. we were, I mean, it was warm. I mean, it was, you know, 96 many days, you know, getting down to 80. Trying to go to sleep when it's 80 degrees out is really tough. And so. then you have early, you have long days and early mornings. So we were up most days by five. Yeah, easy. I would say very little downtime. You're pretty much doing a lot all the time. Yeah, sunset drives and, you know, yeah. full days mm-hmm. going to Kruger and... So, but it was it was fantastic. Yeah, saw everything I wanted to see. I'm very satisfied. So culture wise, I don't know that much about South Africa because we only had that one particular experience. Yeah, they have really nice roads. Their yeah. infrastructure seems great. Yeah, their their pricing is more Western. Yeah, it's than... a little a little more expensive. Of course, you know we're in a safari, so um... right. So you could go without being on a tour doing a safari you could go to Kruger on your own you could I wouldn't recommend it I think they they talk to each other they you know because there's 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 like eight languages in South Africa Mm. and you know six of them are just African so they're they're talking to each other in in this you know the African language oh we saw that over here go Mm. down that road so Mm. um and not that they wouldn't speak English, but I think just because, oh, I know he's a guide, you know, they roll by really slow or stop and talk for, you know, 20 seconds and then we're off to find something. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they would do that to an everyday tourist. Probably. But, you know. It, maybe it just depends. I mean, they have an obligation to their clients. They probably take care of that first. Yes, and absolutely. Any distraction. Yeah. And But they know also they have to help each other. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Really great. We smoked elephant poo. Right. <laughs> and all the listeners will just have to figure out how that works on right. their own. <laughs> this is great. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Al.